Bring spring color inside this season with Bear Premium Plus paint, starting at just $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. Add a pop of blue to your kitchen with the Bear exclusive color Arrowhead Lake or a splash of Amazon jungle to your living room. Bring a cool breeze to your bathroom with sea glass or accent your bedroom with sunrise-inspired colors like coral cloud and dark crimson. Let your creativity bloom this spring with Bare Premium Plus paint starting at just $28.98 a gallon at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, and to find your local station for the Ben Mather Show at foxsportsradio.com, you can find it there, or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Ben Mather Show on Fox Sports Radio. Big Red, seeing red, welcome. Come in the beginning of another edition of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere in unison as we are where the whiskey flows from callers' phones right into your eardrums, coast to coast, border to border, and beyond on the vast and unrelentingly powerful microphones of FSR emanating live. From plop, plop, fizz, fizz. Oh, what a relief it is. The Ben Maller Show bloviating here. We are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection and fast free shipping. Free road hazard protection. Over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. And our lead this hour coming from the complaint department of the NFL, when in doubt, throw a hot football topic out. It is the 
Sports Talk Decree. And Andy Reid, Big Red. And he's chiming. Now, the Chiefs, defense, the Chiefs special teams coordinator, and I get this right here, the special teams coordinator in Kansas City was, uh, was less than excited about the rule change that was announced earlier this week. Well, Andy Reid has decided to toss in his 10 cents on the new kickoff rule. The league, if you missed it, we talked about this in a previous episode of the show, but the league approving a plan to reward kick returners who are dum-dums and call for a fair catch on a kickoff inside the 25-yard line. This happens a couple times a season where the ball will be kicked off and a returner will catch it, say, at the 7- or 8-, 9-yard line. And in that situation, it's a bonehead play. It's a buffoon play. And your team would be punished for your incompetence for being a mama Luke. But now the NFL has decided, no, no, no. Out of an abundance of caution, they will automatically spot the ball to 25-yard line. So there's no difference between kicking the ball out of the end zone or kicking it and having it caught inside the 10-yard line, they'd say. Now, as we mentioned, we discussed this in great detail, but the story still has legs. The story still got legs. Now, when the Chiefs coach, Andy Reid, we have some audio we're going to play here. So when Andy Reid was asked about all of this and his reactions, the Chiefs going through some of their off-season workouts, their May workouts, and Andy Reid did not pull any punches uh, he did not. Now, if you didn't hear what Andy Reid had to say, maybe not. I believe we have the audio. So, as Warner Wolf used to say, let's go to the audio tape. Here's Andy Reid on the new rule involving kickoffs. I don't know. We'll have to go through all that. I've, I, my thing is, where does it stop, right? So, you start taking pieces. And, um, you know, we'll see how this goes. But you don't want to take too many pieces away or you be playing flag football. Ah, you see that flag football. That's the money quote right there. And, and Andy, you don't take any pieces away from Andy Reid, okay? You, you cannot do that. Bad job by you. So let us discuss the question. How do you translate Andy Reid and his questioning of the, the new rule there, uh, when does it stop, right? How do you translate what Andy Reid said, when does it stop, and you're playing flag football? So I've got craft services, arms, and ukulele, and we will combine all of these things together, and we'll say the wheels on the bus go round and round, the wheels on the bus go round and round. So A, this is not something we need to turn to our translator ring, our special decoder ring. It is relatively straightforward what Andy Reid is getting at here. Andy Reid is worried about the footing of football, and uh, he knows, uh, Andy, uh, it's not his first uh, trip to the circus here, and he realizes that this is a slippery slope, and you keep trimming back the core of the sport, and you say, well, this is not that big a deal, and eventually, though, you are left holding a bag of dust, and since Reed is from the old country, more importantly, he is tenured, and when you're tenured, you're not worried about your job security. You can speak freely. How many more years is Andy Reid going to be coaching in the NFL? He's on the back nine of his coaching career. But it's more likely than not that Andy Reid sees this 
and his eyes light up. He's like he's looking at the craft services table, uh, which is a great tribute to the acting world here. Not the delicious bagels, donuts, and pastries, but we're talking about the general catering of the rules of football, the catering for people who don't actually watch football and often people that don't even uh, like football, changing the terminology, changing the basics of it uh, from the, the game that has, has been played a certain way for a long time. Now, it's, it's been, they've been altering the rules for a while, so it's not like this is all of a sudden some kind of big revelation. But page two here, is the NFL headed to flag football land? Now, the arrow is pointing in that direction. It is. I'm going to be that guy. Don't be that guy, pal. I'm that guy, right? It's, it's not because the NFL owners want to do that. It's because they feel like they have no choice, and they blame the legal beagles. The owners are protecting the gold reserve, as we've discussed in previous episodes of the show. They are worried about arms. They want to keep the lawsuits at arm's length. They want to put their arm out and just keep the lawsuits back. Hold it back now. Hold it back. And Andy Reid, by the time all this completely crosses over, Andy Reid will be out of the NFL. And we'll cross the Rubicon, and Andy will be doing something else, and that's that. He'll be hanging out in Dana Point in Southern California, living a great life. But a, a few changes every couple of years. That's that's the trend we're at now. If you've done the arithmetic, that's the trend. And when you get the calculator out and you crunch the numbers, it is trending in that direction, taking as much danger out of a sport whose main selling point is Danger, right? Uh, now, now, fans in many ways are being conditioned to accept this. Now, is that tinfoil hat? Am I going? Am I going out in cuckoo land? Am I in never, never land? Now, they're giving my evidence. I'm going to make my elevator pitch on how NFL fans are being conditioned to accept the evolving of football into more of a flag football sport. Now, some of this is under the radar. Some of it's right in your face. In recent years, the league has spent a lot of money marketing focused on flag football, right? They've they've done this for for the youth, and uh, tackle football is too dangerous, so they've been promoting flag football from a marketing standpoint. But the NFL has literally and figuratively modified the Pro Bowl into some weird Fugazi event that includes a flag football game. So does that count as condition? Like younger fans are being indoctrinated into the the cult of the flag football fiesta. And so if you open your eyes and you merely look around, look out at the landscape there, it's it's moving in that direction. You say, well, I'll never get to that point in the NFL. Okay, well, maybe not. Maybe this is all for nothing, and you're right, uh, although it certainly does direct that way, right? The arrow is pointing that way. Now, the last word here, how far can the NFL hierarchy push the envelope? How far can they push the envelope? So there, there is obviously a breaking point. Now, we aren't there yet. We're not there yet. However... The NFL ownership group, they continue to futz around and tinker, tinker, tinker. And whatever business you're in, I work in the radio business. 
And I know I've dealt with that. You know, radio is a much different medium than when I got into it when I started. Things change. Things, some things get better. Some things get much worse. But there's always the tinkering going on. So that's always part of human nature. People always want to change things and alter things. Nothing stays the same. So I get that. But I, I, I look at Roger Goodell, who just got an agreement, although it's not signed yet, an extension to continue on as the commissioner of the NFL. And I, I think in my head, that little cartoon bubble over my head, Roger Goodell's playing the ukulele, and he's channeling a long, long-lost musician who was a cult hero many years ago who's dead, uh, Tiny Tim, and Roger Goodell on his ukulele is playing tiptoe through the tulips with the NFL rules, and the owners are all signing off on it. They're attempting right now to thread a needle and if you've got fat fingers and you try to thread a needle, even if you don't have fat fingers, it's very difficult to thread a needle. You, you cannot please everyone. And the NFL is attempting to please everyone. It's not possible to satisfy every man, woman, and child. Someone will always complain. And we have great tools for those that like to complain. They're social media apps. That is the playground for those that like to whine, bitch, moan, and complain about everything, if you're displeased, someone's always going to be displeased, no matter what you do. But ultimately, the real decisions, I continue to be convinced, are being made by the overlords at television. And the NFL, uh, they're, they're beholden, even though they're the ones really calling the shots because they've got the product, they've got business partnerships, they're the guys who influence the TV people, the direction the NFL goes, with counsel of the legal department to avoid those massive cash payouts. That's the way I see it looking into my, my crystal ball. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Ready to bring some spring vibes indoors? Bare Premium Plus Paint is here to make it happen. And it's starting at only $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. Picture your kitchen coming to life by adding a pop of blue with the bare exclusive color Arrowhead Lake. And let's not forget your living room. Picture it drenched in the lush, verdant tones of Amazon jungle, breathing new life into your space with every glance. Head into your bathroom and let the cool breeze of sea glass wash away all your stress. And when the morning sun peeks through your bedroom window, feel the warmth and comfort of a spring sunrise with shades like coral cloud and dark crimson. Whatever your inspiration, start your spring with a durable finish that resists dirt and grime to last all season. And let your creativity bloom with Bare Premium Plus paint, starting at just $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds you know, the basketball nerds. They're like, you know, who's ready to catch Creighton? You know, watch Creighton. They play. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. 
They're not never the, not gonna, the not the Big East tournament. Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That, like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, just I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> And then they're never at any of those. And then they're never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? You see the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Not firing an all Pistons. Welcome in the beginning of another hour of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere, right next door. As we spin to win coast to coast, border to border, and beyond on the vast and forcefully powerful. Microphones of FSR emanating live from the chair, the armchair critic seat. We are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. And our lead uh, to begin uh, this hour coming from Pro Bouncy Ball, from the carousel, as in the coaching carousel. The NBA is on sabbatical. They did not play last night. It was a travel day. Celtics and Heat will resume the wrangling in Game 5 of the Eastern Conference Finals. That'll be on uh, primetime tonight, primetime, Thursday night here in the Commonwealth, and so we turn our attention to the carousel. One of the cool things about this job is we come in here and we blab and we blab and we blab, but every single day, every single day, we go where the sporting news of the day takes us, and that would be 
Detroit basketball. Now, we don't talk about the Pistons because we want people to listen. And if you talk about the Pistons, you can feel the devices turning off as you're talking. But the Pistons are in the market for a new head coach. And we've seen that before. Dwayne Casey was not fired. He was given some pencil-pushing job in the front office following another dismal season of basketball. So Detroit is big game hunting. And here's where the intersection takes place. The two roads meet each other. And we're told that former Suns head coach Monty Williams, the full Monty, Monty Williams is the person of interest that the Pistons would like to hire. He's at the very top of their wish list. Have they been naughty? Have they been nice? Well, the Pistons made a big money, big money, big money, no whammy, big money offer to Monty Williams. And Monty Williams looked at the Pistons roster. He then looked at it again. He tried not to laugh, and he rejected their interest. Uh, that, according to uh, our friend Mark Stein, <laughs> NBA Insiders, tells us that the Pistons, they were thinking they were going to get Victor Wembanyama, the Parisian prodigy. They were going to win those sweepstakes in the draft lottery. They did not. In fact, they even fell further back than they were anticipating in the lottery. And, and then they decided they wanted Monty Williams. They wanted to lure him with cold cash, and he said, thank you, no thank you. I am not interested in hanging out in Michigan. Not going to happen. So let us discuss the question. What do you think of Monty Williams turning down the Pistons job? So I've got booster seat, confectionery, and Peter Parker, and we'll combine all of these things together and we will make a blowout loss at home in an elimination game. That is the proprietary blend of Monty Williams. He's mastered that. So number one. Number one. To answer the question of what I think of Monty Williams turning down the Pistons job, this was a pragmatic approach by, by Mr. Williams. right? Business like Monty Williams has coached a couple of teams around the NBA. He's put together a resume. Some of it is good. Some of it is really bad. And Monty Williams has a lot of friends in the media that will look out for him. And that is an ace card. When you have media underlings that will plant stories about how great you are and how you should be hired by Team X, that's wonderful. And so you've got people looking out for you, the guardian angels, if you will. But Monty Williams also has something else which is very important. He can act like a toddler in a booster seat and be a fussy eater and futz around with his carrots and his peas and only eat what he wants. Uh, Monty Williams, you see, he's got the L word, leverage. A whole lot of leverage. How much leverage does Monty Williams have? The sons owe him. Over $20 million. Over $20 million. So I looked it up. I said, that's a lot of money. That seems like that's like a lottery. And sure enough, it is. According to the data that I found, a minutes-long Maller investigation on the Internet. Take that for data. Monty Williams is owed over $21 million. That is bigger than the lottery payouts yesterday 
in states such as Massachusetts, Illinois, Oregon, and Georgia. So he's got more money coming his way than if he had won a jackpot in the lottery. So he's already got the bonanza, and when you have the bonanza, you can be picky. You can be very picky, and that's what he's doing. Now, page two, why is the Detroit job a bad fit for Monty Williams? It's just a bad job all the way around. Well, the obvious answer is the foul odor that Tayshawn Prince and Joe Dumars and Ben Wallace are not walking back through that door in the locker room. And if you go to the confectionery and order a couple of pints, the Pistons flavor is Rocky Road. That's the Piston flavor. There's a lot of nuts, a lot of marshmallows uh, all mixed in there. It's a hodgepodge of a roster. They're lacking the razzmatazz. The closest thing they have is a guy named Cade uh, Cade Cunningham. Uh, Cade Cunningham is his name. Uh, He was a former number one overall pick. He's been okay. Uh, Last season, he injured himself. He had a shin injury, and uh, he missed most of the season. But he's the centerpiece. And we're high on Jaden Ivey, and we liked him when he was in the Big Ten, a fellow point guard who's shown flashes of success, but still very raw. The rest of the roster is a group of flotsam and jetsam. You've got Marvin Bagley III, failed in Sacramento. James Weissman, who was a bust for Golden State. And players along that ilk who are up and down the roster. All right, so turning the page. I want to get away from Monty Williams for a second because there's another story that we touched on briefly in a previous episode, but it's a doozy. And that involves the doc. Not a real doctor, Glenn Rivers. Glenn Rivers is getting some face time, we are told, with the hierarchy in Phoenix. There is some speculation that he will actually meet with the Suns' owner, Matt Ishbia. So let's answer the question. Is Doc Rivers getting face time with the hierarchy in Arizona a big deal, a little deal, or no deal? So it is not no deal, it is not a little deal, and it is not a big deal. It is a Massive deal. Now, unlike Monty Williams, who can be selective, Doc Rivers, if he wants to keep coaching, he's going to have to get a job right away. That's my theory. Now, he does have a lot of money coming his way. Doc Rivers is owed $16 million by the dum-dums in Philadelphia that gave him a big contract a couple years ago. But he wants, to, if he wants to keep going, you cross over into television and you follow in the footsteps of Mark Jackson, who it appears will never coach again, or either of the Van Gundys, the traveling Van Gundys, Stan and Jeff, who have not been hot commodities on the coaching circuit, uh, certainly uh, Jeff Van Gundy more than Stan Van Gundy, who's only been broadcasting for a little bit. But that will be what the future is. If Doc Rivers goes, and he can get a TV job at TNT or ESPN right away or NBA television, state-sponsored NBA television, but that's what he'll have the rest of the way. It is imperative that Doc Rivers get a head coaching job. It's also important to note that the reason this is a massive deal, as we have referenced, I think you're smart enough to understand this, Doc Rivers is a ninja at conniving. And he's got a bit of Spider-Man tendencies in him. Peter Parker pointed out that some spiders change colors to blend into their environment. And that is Doc Rivers. He's a chameleon is what he is. He can charm the socks off any highfalutin owner 
in the NBA was my evidence. He's done it multiple times. He's done it in Orlando and Boston with the Clippers and Philadelphia, and he's a carpetbagger. He's on to the next. He's debonair. Doc is a smooth operator. And you have a neophyte owner, Matt Ishbia, who's been very successful in his private business, but as an NBA owner, how's that working out? Not, not so good. So Doc Rivers, he can sweet talk Matt Ishbia, and Matt Ishbia will walk out of that meeting if he has FaceTime with Doc Rivers thinking that Doc Rivers is a combination of Red Arbach and Phil Jackson, that if they put those two together, boom, you got the Doc. And... It is a danger zone for the Suns because Monty Williams, we know he blew an elimination game back-to-back years and blowout losses. But Doc Rivers is like, hold my beer with the the record. He has unbreakable records for blowing leads in the playoffs. And he's so bad, you can wake up the dead with his coaching resume. And yet the fact that he's even getting a meeting when I first saw this, I thought, well, you know, come on. That's just some friends of Doc and the media that are planning that story. But it appears that it is accurate, that nobody has debunked it, that Doc Rivers, can you imagine that Doc Rivers is one of the finalists for the Suns job after his failures with Lob City Clippers and with the Philadelphia 76ers, and he's still jockeying for a position to get a head coaching job? What the hell? Reminds me of, in the radio business, there was a guy that used to work at our company a long time ago, and he had an unbelievable demo tape back when you had to have a demo tape, and he got hired. He got hired a bunch. He had a bunch of great jobs. The problem was once he got the job, he was incompetent. It was a futile effort for him to do broadcasting because he was good in like a three-minute demo tape that he sent out and got hired on, but in actually doing the day-to-day meat and potatoes and having to come up with original content, he had nothing. He, I think he's flying the space shuttle right now, I believe. I think that guy's flying the space shuttle. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Two NBA insiders podcasting twice a week to plug you right into the NBA grapevine. All happening in only one place. This league uncut. The new NBA podcast with me, Chris Haynes. And me, Mark Stein. Join us as we team up to expound on everything we're covering, hearing, and chasing. Listen to This League Uncut with Chris Haynes and Mark Stein on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ready to bring some spring vibes indoors? Bear Premium Plus Paint is here to make it happen. And it's starting at only $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. Picture your kitchen coming to life by adding a pop of blue with the bare exclusive color Arrowhead Lake. And let's not forget your living room. Picture it drenched in the lush, verdant tones of Amazon jungle, breathing new life into your space with every glance. Head into your bathroom and let the cool breeze of sea glass wash away all your stress. And when the morning sun peeks through your bedroom window, Feel the warmth and comfort of a spring sunrise with shades like coral cloud and dark crimson. Whatever your inspiration, start your spring with a durable finish that resists dirt and grime to last all season. And let your creativity bloom with Bare Premium Plus paint, starting at just $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. 
Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is gonna be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. Cool. There are reports that the Portland Trailblazers are thinking about using the third overall pick to acquire a veteran to compliment Damian Lillard rather than trading Lillard. Ben, what do you think the Blazers do? All right, so they're open for business. Damian Lillard is going to be 33 next season. He's got a couple of years of production left before the bottom falls out. Now, my belief is the only way they will actually trade him is if Lillard makes such a big hullabaloo and, and he's the one that kind of greases the wheels, gets him out of there. Uh, the number three pick is either going to be somebody named Scoot Henderson or Brandon Miller. Both are projected to be productive players, but the Blazers would be better off if they're going to keep Lillard trading for someone like Pascal Siakam, Zach Levine, or Carl Anthony Towns, somebody like that. Not that those guys are great, but I'd rather have one of those guys than an unproven young player. Next! Uh, there were some former players and analysts that had issue had an issue with Ben Roethlisberger openly admitting that he was rooting against Kenny Pickett succeeding during his rookie season. Ben, was this uh, revelation really that big of a deal? Well, no. Listen, every month, every week, every day, every minute that goes by, every hour that goes by uh, after you retire, you're a little more forgotten. And and so you, you become more like George the Plumber. Uh, and Ben Roethlisberger... Yeah, he's upset. I get why he's angry and all that. He's annoyed, but it's not a big deal. He was being honest. He was keeping it real. I, I would I would expect nothing more than that. You don't want someone to come in there and, and be the star quarterback when you were the star quarterback. But it's not a big deal. Next. So this was the season that the Padres were supposed to overtake the Dodgers. Instead, San Diego is one of the biggest disappointments in baseball. Ben, do you think the Padres are going to turn it around? 
All they have to do is get in the playoffs. They're only a couple games out of the last wild card spot. The Pirates and Diamondbacks are going to fall apart. So, yes, we saw last year they weren't that good during the regular season. How do we do? You pass. That is a win. Put it on the board. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. It's now time for... Time for... Hurry, hurry, I can hardly wait. Ask Ben. Twitter! Send us your questions on Twitter now. The extended dance remix of Ask Ben. Your questions are answers. For the rest of the hour, all of the fun, all of the banter, the witty conversation. And you'll hear it right now. I know. You're excited. Calm down. Calm down. Everything will be okay. A lot of nourishment in this segment, but we pass the microphone over to the Koopa Loop for the reading of the questions from random listeners just like yourself on Ask Ben. All right. We're going to start off with a question from Kenneth, the sports llama. Oh, well, you know it's big if it's coming from Kenneth, the sports llama. This mm-hmm. is big. Uh, this is actually kind of a complicated question, if you ask me. Okay. Uh, but he wants to know, what is your favorite kind of cheese? Yeah, so that, that's the obvious answer. Is it depends on my, my when, I'm, when I'm eating. Uh, when I do cheesesteak, I'm a provolone guy with the cheesesteak. I like a nice provolone. Tony Bruno, who's authentic Philadelphia, taught me that years ago. But when I was in elementary school, the coolest kids at lunch – Always had that string cheese. You know that cheese that you yeah, pull back? Yeah, that was yeah. all. And I never got that. My mom, God rest her soul, she never got me that until I was a little older. But when I was in elementary school, I would have gotten some street cred if I'd had that. So that was always a big one when I was a kid. So I'd go string cheese. Eddie. I did not like the string cheese, but I do love many different cheeses. Uh, provolone is, is not bad. Um, I like a good Havarti cheese. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, very oh, creamy. Yeah. You like that creamy cheese? I yeah. do. Yeah. You like it creamy, huh? Okay. Uh creamy what, cheese. what Yeah, well, what about you, Roberto? Well, I'm like like you like you said, like if I'm making Mexican food, I got some Monterey Jack, my mozzarella for my Italian food. Yeah, or, or provolone for like you know when making some Italian subs, but yeah, yeah. I I'm going to say I'm going to go with cheddar. I I love I love cheddar cheese. I I always have it at home and also yeah. Cheddar cheese, my number one. No American cheese. Sharp, sh- sharp cheddar. Sharp cheddar. Yeah. I got you. All right. We'll kick to it. What about you, Koopaloo? The cheese hour. Yeah, so if we're talking, like, best, like, overall most versatile cheese, like, just, you know, can rely on it, it's got to be sharp cheddar. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, like, if I'm it feeling— It crosses all the cheese boundaries. Yeah, yes. It actually does. Yes, uh, yeah. But if I'm feeling, like, gourmet— and I and I you know and I've got some sort of like nice like chicken club sandwich or even on a, on you a go, burger. Limburger, you go Limburger cheese. Gouda. I love gouda. some gouda. Oh, yeah. yeah, gouda like it melts gouda. nicely. It's a good cheese. But then I also love goat cheese. Love it. It is. Eh. It, yeah, I know. It's it's it one of those more stomach. like sour ones. But it's like oh <laughs> like a little toasted baguette with like a like a slice of pear or something like. Mm. Oh, you are sounding mm. so out of touch with the listeners group. How dare you? <laughs> Have you guys How ever ever you? done the raclette? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, that's good stuff. Ooh, that's, yeah, that's good. good yeah. Do you have your charcuterie board there, Coop, so you can t- taste the different pieces? <laughs> you have that ready to go there? Yeah. No? All right. Uh, what is next here is uh, do a quick one. It's ask Ben your questions, our answers. 
All right. Uh, well, Shane in Des Moines wants to know, when you hear Iowa, what comes to mind? I think of Shane in Des Moines when I hear uh, I No, I, I think of farming. I think you obviously think of farming. Yeah, you think of like corn. Corn, and, yeah. yeah. Iowa uh, Sam. Iowa Sam, yeah. <laughs> what about anybody disagree with that? Farming, corn. Uh, uh, corn is the first thing corn, I think of. Field, yeah. of, field of dreams. Field of dreams. Yeah. yeah. Uh, gotcha. All right, let's pause for the cause here. I hope you're satisfied with that because there's much more to come. There's much more to come here the rest of the way here. Uh, as we uh, reach to the heavens, and it's Ask Ben, your questions, our answers, and we'll keep the train moving down the tracks. We'll get to that. We will do it next. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. And back to where we go using the proper audio technique. It is Ask Ben, your questions, our answers. For the rest of the hours, the late, great Larry King said back in his day and back over to the Koopa Loop for the Los Angeles, hello. Bare necessities, Koopa Loop. All right, uh, Ben, Ferg Dog would like to know. Fergie. Hi, Fergie. Do you bite your fingernails or do you use clippers like a normal person? No, I'm a great fingernail biter. I am one of the all-time great fingernail biters. Uh, it's a wonderful skill. Uh, that I'm told is disgusting, but I have continued that tradition. Now, I do go stretches. I, like, fall off the wagon uh, where I will not bite my fingernails. Then I get back on the wagon where I do bite my fingernails because I consider that the norm, uh, but I'm an expert. But I can go, like, a couple weeks without biting them. But the reason I do that, it's called a reload. If you're a finger biter, you've got to reload your fingernails so you have fresh fingernails to bite. So there's a technique to it. Is that for just me, or is that for everybody? It's for everybody. Everybody. Uh, Eddie, you a fingernail biter? Uh, very much so, although Good. I've been doing it my whole life, and it's it's kind of a disgusting habit, but I will say this. During COVID, I stopped doing it because I was afraid of, you know, like having germs in my hands and yeah. sticking them in my mouth, so I, re- I, for the, I just stopped doing it, so I, apparently I can stop if I really want to. Yeah, it's and, possible. And it was really, I, the sensation of using the clippers- I really did not like it. It, it just no. I didn't care for that at all. No, it's not. It's not a good thing. Uh, and so, did you also not uh, lick your fingers like uh, KFC? Uh, they, remember they got rid of that during COVID. No, it's no longer. It was no longer finger licking good. No, I didn't know that they got. I didn't know they got rid yeah, of that. Yeah, they briefly. Yeah, oh. they, they briefly got rid of that. It's back though. What about you, Roberto? Yeah, I buy my nails all the time. Yeah, look at that. We are a team but, of. But I'm like nail Eddie. Biters. During COVID, I used the nail clipper, and it was kind of weird. Uh, I'm a rebel. I didn't even stop during COVID. I I bit my nails more. I did. Uh, <laughs> Coop, go ahead, Coop. I don't know if this is better or worse, but I I do like all the above. I I I pick at my fingernails and then and then and then rip rip it off. Oh, um, you know my my wife gets upset. Do you pick at your cuticles like uh, around the lower part of the nail there? Um, she gets pissed. I don't at that. pick at that, but like oh, okay. I, I'll I'll bite like the like the edges of my like finger but and i'll do the biting too but it's only so i can get like a piece in there to to rip off the whole the whole like top of the nail uh, but then sometimes i'll use clippers too but if i do use the clippers i end up like just clipping it so that i can get in there to rip it off <laughs> <laughs> you draw blood coop have you drawn blood when you're doing this um no but sometimes no. It, it creates problems like a ingrown fingernail yeah i have I'm such a prolific fingernail biter that I have bitten my nails till they bleed. Uh, that is next level. Mm. That is 
Rhodes Scholar, that is uh, all of that. Yes, I have the fundamentals down of nail-biting, and uh, that's why I'm doing overnights. What's next here? What do we have here, Cooper? Late-night drug tester uh, for, for the crew would like to know, when you go on road trips, do you get a bottle of soda or do you go to the fountain? Uh, yeah, so it, it really depends on where I'm at, my mood. Uh, I, I prefer the fountain because what I, really? I can do. Yeah, and I'll tell you why. Because you do the fat man fill-up. I call it the fat man fill-up. So you fill it up at the fountain, at, this, at the soda thing, and then you drink half of it and then fill it up again and go on your way. So I feel like you're getting more bang for your buck. So I, I, that's what I do. <laughs> Eddie? No, I'm not a fountain. No. I'm, I, because usually it, it involves maybe a flight and you've got a backpack you got that little pouch on the side for the bottled water or bottled soda road or whatever. Trip. Coop mentioned road yeah, trip. Yeah, well, like road you're driving somewhere. Eh, I, I still, and if I'm driving, I want a lid on it because I don't want to spill it. So I'm, I'm, I'm a bottle guy. They have those plastic lids and straws you can get most places. What about you, Roberto? Bottle guy. I'm mainly just trying to get in and out really fast. Yeah, by you. Waiting in right. a line. Okay. Coop a loop. I go bottle as well, and uh, for a number of reasons. One, uh, because it keeps it carbonated like longer because it's got the lid, and then two, it doesn't get watered down over time because there's no ice. Well, you guys are getting ripped off. I'm getting more beverage than you guys are, so I'm winning the beverage battle. And for cheaper, I'm I'm sure. Uh, yeah, but still not. They're still making money on that because the what is it? Water and syrup. Yeah, that's, how, yeah. That's, yeah. that's all that is. Yeah, I think uh, I think they're coming out ahead on that deal. It's Ask Ben. Your questions, our answers. We'll open another envelope now, and Koopa Loop with the reading of the next question. I think we've asked this before, but we'll ask right. it again. Eek uh, wants to know. Actually, I know. I meant, I, but I met Eek by the way. I very saw nice that. Man. I saw very you sign nice the thing. Yeah. Uh, I know we've answered this before, but we have yeah. new listeners all the time. So, for the crew, did you go to your high school prom? No. Uh, no, no to infinity and beyond. Uh, even if I wanted to go to my high school prom, you know how you're supposed to have a date. The women united as one and said no, no to this guy. So no, Eddie. <laughs> uh, yeah, I went to my senior prom and then my high school sweetheart was a junior. So even the year after I graduated, I went to the oh, prom again. Wow. Creepster coming back. Eddie. Yeah. Yeah. Look at you. Uh, what about you, Roberto? Yes, I did. Of course. Oh, you guys are such cool, cool cats. Koopa Loop. Yes, but I had to go home immediately afterwards because I was grounded. <laughs> Why were you grounded? Because he dressed up as a tampon when he went to school? No, because my mom had like two two or three weeks earlier found my stash of marijuana. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> he only, he only knew what was ahead. Yes. Uh, what is next? Quickly, Coop, quickly. Uh, Noah have? from Austin wants to know what ice cream flavor do you find the most repulsive? Bubblegum. Uh, it's just like, this is disgusting. I don't know. Uh, Eddie? Uh, I hate, I don't like mint. I know some people like mint. I don't like mint. I like mint, Chip. Cook. Roberto. Uh, chocolate. I don't like chocolate. Wow. Ice I think it's ice garbage. That's, wow. a, that's wow. an odd take. Koopa Loop. <laughs> Coffee. Disgusting. Oh, yeah. That's great. Yeah, that's a good call. Jamocha. Good, good call. Good call. I don't want bumps. coffee. I don't want coffee ice cream. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. It is hockey season somewhere, and now a man that cuddles with a puck. Eddie Garcia, let's puck the world as we are down to the final three. The final three in the NHL. 
All right, thank you, Ben. Uh, it went quickly in the Eastern Conference Finals, but it was a very competitive series. But in the end, Florida Panthers sweep the Carolina Hurricanes four games to nothing to advance to the Stanley Cup Final for the second time in franchise history. They won game one, three, two, and four overtimes. Second game, two, one in overtime. Game three was a one nothing win, and then four, three, they close it out in game four. So all one goal games. But in the end, four games. Well, that'll make to them feel better. They'll feel much better. I mean, they were. It wasn't. Uh, it was a competitive series, but Bad Florida gets all of it. Games. That's what happens. Eh, I don't know about that. That uh, is true. Florida, As a gambler, Eddie, trust me. Uh, gamblers it's are true. idiots. Uh, Matthew Kachuk, though, yes. the star. Uh, we'd like to let all our gambling sponsors know that you're all idiots, yeah. uh, according to Eddie Garcia. Go ahead. I agree. Uh, Matthew Kachuk uh, was huge in this series. Uh, three of the four game-winning goals scored by him in games one, two, and in game four. And the Panthers, who made it into the playoffs on the final day of the regular season, only because the Pittsburgh Penguins choked, has now won 11 of 12 games. This postseason, they await the winner of the Vegas Golden Knights Dallas Star Series, which looks like it will probably end coming up later on tonight as uh, Vegas is rolling in this one, leading it three games to nothing. And uh, they won the first game 4-3 in overtime, second game 3-2 in overtime, and then 4-0 route in game number three. It got ugly in Dallas. It fans, was a route, Teddy. It was not a route. It was a route. Route. That's what people say. Uh, fans throwing things on the ice there in Dallas. They actually had to end the second period early so they could clean up all the crap off the ice. And uh, their captain, Jamie Benn for the Stars, cross-checked Vegas captain Mark Stone in the head while he was laying on the ice. He got ejected from that game. And the NHL handing down its punishment as he has been hit with a two-game suspension. So he will not play in Game 4 coming up tonight. Which, so if uh, they lose, does that how's Carries that over to next season. Oh, he would miss this season opener oh, uh, as, yeah. as well. Is he going to go to a baseball game like Draymond Green when he got suspended in the NBA and went to a baseball game? I, a couple I, years I suppose ago? it's possible. Sure, why not? Uh, some news from the uh, NHL. Kyle Dubas out as general manager in Toronto. He had uh, had that job for the last five seasons. They made the playoffs all five years, and they even made it out of the first round for the first time since 2004 this year. But uh, apparently some philosophical differences with Kyle Sh- uh, with uh, Brendan Shanahan, president of the team. And so he's out. And uh, we'll see if he lands in Pittsburgh, which is the other team looking for to fill a GM vacancy. Uh, that's because the Calgary Flames filled their general manager vacancy, hiring former Flames player Craig Conroy to be their next general manager. He was the assistant GM there for several years and played for the team back in the day. Commissioner Gary Bettman reportedly met with former head coach Joel Quinville about him being reinstated in the league. You may remember yeah, him. Quinville as, have to, I, I remember. Did he have to kiss the ring? Is that what he had to do? I, I, I guess. Uh, he was a uh, three-time Stanley Cup winning coach of the Blackhawks. He's the second winningest coach in NHL history. Uh, but he uh, was fired by the Florida Panthers after it came out that he lied to the NHL in their investigation about a sexual assault of a player when he was with the Blackhawks. So uh, he apparently has to get special permission to be able to coach again. There are five coaching vacancies in the NHL. I assume he's up for one of those jobs. Rangers, Flames, Capitals, Blue Jackets, and Ducks. Also, Stan Bowman was the GM of the Blackhawks during that incident. He was also forced to resign. uh, And his name has come up as uh, apparently uh, maybe a candidate in Pittsburgh or Toronto for their general manager job as well. He, I think he also needs special permission from Gary Bettman as well, too. To, uh, to be able wash to interview. Gary Bettman's car? Like, what's the, what are they doing? Yeah, maybe, do maybe. Pick up some food for him at the store? Could be, could be. Okay. Uh, news from the Arizona Coyotes. You might remember they were trying to get that new arena built in Tempe, and the voters yeah. said, uh, no, they no, said, no, no. you. We don't want you. So uh, President Javier Gutierrez sent out a letter to Coyote season ticket holders saying the team is still committed to Arizona 
That's got to be great to send out that letter. There's only yeah. like five people to send the letter. That's not nice. <laughs> uh, he says that they have started to re-engage with local officials and sites to solidify a new home in the Valley. Uh, according to reports out of Phoenix, they have reached out to Mesa, Arizona, about a Fiesta Mall site in East Valley. I'm not oh. familiar with the ins and outs of the area there, but apparently they're looking to try yeah, that's Mesa, the Arizona. training home of the Chicago Cubs and uh, not far away from where Fox Sports Radio alumnus Turk Stevens lives. Oh, is that right? Yes. Oh, Turkey. Uh, I was, uh, hung out with Turk when I was in Phoenix for the Super Bowl, and he lives kind of near that area. So, I, May I recommend, Eddie, yep. the Yuma Coyotes. How about that? Beautiful Yuma, Arizona. Get okay, I think at, th- at this point, I think they'd take any place right now. They would do. Have you ever been to Yuma, Arizona, Eddie? I don't know if I've been to Yuma. I'm going to go no. Okay. You have not. It is a... I, right I saw the movie the, 310 to Yuma. It's on the border between California and Arizona, and there ain't nothing within miles of Yuma, oh. Arizona. The Padres used to have some spring training games there years, years and years ago, but it is... According to the Guinness World Records, it is the sunniest city on Earth. Is that yeah. right? I would Yuma, have... Arizona. Fun huh. fact. Fun I don't fact. know that I would have picked Yuma for that one, but okay. Did not have that on your big no. board? No, yeah. I didn't. I would... Okay. Yeah. There you go. All right, that's your Puck the World Report. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony DeLisandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 you know what i'm saying like it could have been like easier and a lot of people have asked me like how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple and what else was it gonna like that's what the song wanted thanks for listening to this episode of the crew call podcast on deadline hey hey it's malcolm gladwell host of revisionist history ebay motors is here for the ride your elbow grease fresh installs and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places.